Amen. Anybody thankful for the goodness, the favor, the love of Jesus Christ? Can we give him praise? Can we clap our hands? Give Jesus honor and glory and praise today. We're so thankful for his mercy, his presence, his power today. Where would we be without the presence and power and love of Jesus Christ? I don't want to think about it. I want to tell you this, and you're going to be seated in just a minute. We're going to make some announcements. But is anybody also thankful, thankful for the United States of America? No, we, we have our issues. Yes, we do. We have things to work out. But I'm telling you, I say this now. This is the greatest country on earth, and I'm thankful to be a part of it, and I'm thankful to be a part of it and be a part of the, the solution to the problems and helping with that, being an agent of peace in the midst of, of some of the tough times. But I'm thankful for America. We're thankful today for our soldiers. We're thankful today for our leaders. We're thankful for all of those that paid a high price for that freedom. Amen. You can be seated today. So thankful. I was talking with some friends of ours and a family of ours, a soldier. He's being deployed next week. He's going to Afghanistan. And so they remain in our prayers. And we never take lightly what it takes to be the, the land of the free and the home of the brave. We had some announcements. Today is going to be an incredible, incredible day today. We have some very special guests with us from our my alma mater, and I know many of your alma maters today, or alma mater, I should say, from Lee University today. We have guests. The second edition is with us all the way from Cleveland, Tennessee. They did an, an awesome job this morning, and so we just can't wait for their ministry today. And I know Gary is going to be sharing more. Listen, Vacation Bible School is coming up. And, and I just, uh, you know what, just everybody raise your right hand. Just raise your right hand. Okay, you'll be working, you'll be working, you'll be working. All right, signed all of y'all up right there. No, we are just we are just uh, looking for just a, a few more workers. We've had an abundance of workers that have signed up, and so we're so thankful for an incredible week and the hard work that's gone into it. We've been all over this city searching for stage designs. It's going to be something like you've never seen, and you want to be a part of that to touch the lives of kids and families, to touch the lives of kids and families, which we love very much so be a part of that you can go to our website you can also check it out on the facebook to sign up get your t-shirt size we're giving away free t-shirts to all of the workers just because we we love you and that's just kind of we have to wear a uniform but anyway it's also a, a gift to you that you get to keep also this wednesday night pastor wanted me to share with you a, a very special guest is going to be with us something that maybe we haven't had in a long time in our church this is uh, someone that is coming she lives in Israel right now, and she is uh, the head and founder of a, a ministry to, to Israel and to Jewish people called the CFOIC, the Heartland, CFO, Christians for, of in, or Christians, let me get back to you, communities, I'll get back to it, CFOIC is what it is, and I'll get the exact deal, but this is an incredible young lady, president of this organization, she's going to be here this Wednesday night. She flew all the way in from Jerusalem to be a part of this, and she's going around and speaking and sharing modern events, calendar events, and things that are going on in Israel. And so this is somebody, she's related to somebody in politics there. It's just going to be an awesome night. You want to be there, 
and, uh, and be a part of what they're doing in Israel and hear what God is up to and what's going on in Israel. Also, how many love uh, our pastor today? I know we love our senior pastor and all of our pastors today. It was put on his heart a few months back to do something to connect better with the church. I know when we come, it's easy to walk in and to walk out. It's easy to not make those connections, which are so vital to our growth in Christ, so vital to the growth of our church. And pastor was just on his heart to do something to connect better with himself and the pastoral staff and those that are coming. And so our staff put together something that we're calling Pastor's Picnic. And in your pew today, you can see these little cards. And we're setting it up. There's different days that you can sign up for. But these are picnics where we're going to be going to a home. We're going to be barbecuing. And the master chef. Somebody say master chef. The master chef. Gary Turner. Give it up for the master chef. The barbecue king. He's going to be barbecuing. And we're just going to hang out. And we're just going to get to know each other. And there's different dates that you can sign up for. And we just want to be there. Our families are going to be there. And we just want to spend time together. How many know a united church is an unstoppable church? A church that comes together and that loves one another and that cares for one another, that loves one another. I'm going to say that again. Can't be stopped as we keep our hearts uh, in the things of God together. And so we want you to be a part of that. We're so excited. Um, about that. So you can fill that out, your phone number and your email, and, uh, and be a part of that. It's going to be awesome. Not to mention free food, which always brings a good hallelujah just to your lips, through, out of the overflow of the heart and mouth. Stand to your feet, if you would. Stand back up. Listen, th this is an incredible church. We're thankful for what God is doing. I moved all the way from Oklahoma, moved my family from Oklahoma to be a part and make this church our home because we believe in what God is doing. That's not an arrogant statement. We're not better than anybody else. I just believe and we believe in what the Lord is doing in the lives of the people that are a part of this church. If you're visiting here today, we want to tell you, we believe you're home. We believe that this is a church that your family can get involved in, that you can get involved in, that your ministries can be revealed to you or your calling can be revealed, and you can throw yourself 110% into that building the kingdom of God. We're glad you're here. I came from Oklahoma, and I'm told that there is a family here today, maybe on vacation, from South Carolina. Is that right? Is there a Richie family here from South Carolina? Like 15 of you from South Carolina. My neighbor over there is in a part of that family. So we're so glad that you're here today from South Carolina visiting family. We welcome you here. And everybody that's visiting, would you get out in the aisles and shake hands with one another and welcome each other into God's house today?
morning, if you have a need for prayer, we would like to invite you now. The staff is coming. They will anoint you and pray for you. God is here in this house this morning. Do you feel it? Amen. Amen. Whisper his name. Jesus. Whisper his name. Whisper his name, and he will answer you. Whisper his name, whisper his name, whisper his name, he will. Jesus. Call on your name. Jesus. Go 
of God. Cover me. Cover me. Cover me, Lord. Peace of God. Cover me. I am safe, Lord. Only in you I am secure. Only in you I have peace. So cover me. How many of you want the covering of the Lord Jesus over your life? Hallelujah. Lift up that other hand to the Lord and just give him praise and honor. We celebrate in the presence of God. We honor you this morning, Lord. Hide us. Hide us, Lord, in the pavilion of your room, the secret place, that place, Lord, where we can 
hide in your presence, covered by your feathers, Lord, as the word teaches us. We honor you this morning. We believe that we are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe that we are delivered by the power of your Holy Spirit. We believe, Lord, we are courageous. We're strong in the Lord to fight the wiles and the devices that are assigned against us from the underworld and from the enemy. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And we lift up your holy name this morning and honor you in your house. God, have your way in our midst. Lord, we have no agenda, nothing except encountering and meeting with you in your presence here today. Touch your people. Minister, Lord, as we give praise and honor and glory in this place, let there be healings in this house. Let there be deliverance in this house, provision in this house, a way made where there was no way. We believe you and we thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. How many of you would pray with me? They're telling us I visited the ER at the hospital a few days ago. They're telling me that it's an epidemic just in Middletown's atrium ER, the drug addiction and the heroin. You know, we've got a lot on the, on the plate today. We've got a lot to do, but I want us to stop for just a moment and take care of a special need. How many of you know the church is here to make a difference? We can change the culture of our community and of our city. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He is the omnipotent King of Kings and the Lord of all lords. We honor him today. I want the church to do a little business right now. I want you to get your mind off everything else and I want us to center a prayer on breaking the bondage of addiction and alcoholism and drug abuse in this city. Would you help me? Let's do that right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you now. Your children, Lord, blessed of you, favored of you. We ask you to minister now, breaking the addictions and the bondage of the enemy. Lord, where he has tried to kill, to steal, and to destroy, we come asking for life and life more abundant. God, give us the power of deliverance in this city. Let the community be broken, Lord, and repent before you. We ask this in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. For it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, we honor you. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, now help me praise the God. I believe he has heard us today.
Fill our hearts, Lord. Fill our hearts, Jesus. Can we just sing one time who you are? And who this time in our service, we always stop and we take a few moments to honor the Word of God. In the Bible, the instructions we're given are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We're told throughout the Word to seek the good of Israel. That when we seek the good of Israel, we bring the blessings of God upon us. How many of you love Israel today? God's chosen. How many of you love the body of Christ, wherever they are around the world. As we search in our hearts today for blessings over America, it only seems proper that we pray over believers around the world, that we ask the blessings of God to be upon Israel. So this time, would you help me and let's honor the word of God and go before him in prayer. Father, we come to you. We ask your blessings, your provision, your deliverance, your mighty hand to be upon the state of Israel. Would you protect her on every side? We ask, Lord, her borders to be protected by the angels of the Lord. We ask you to touch her fathers and mothers, her sons and her daughters. Lay your hand upon her leaders. Use her, Lord, in these last days. And Lord, for those that are coming to the knowledge that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Would you give them courage and strength and get, let their light be strong and mighty. For Lord, we pray, we pray for the gospel of Jesus Christ to touch your people. And Lord, I pray for revival literally around the world. We pray that you will touch from one continent to the other, that your hand will rest on believers everywhere. Anoint them with that gospel message, God, to go and to spread the good news that Jesus is a savior to all men, to all women, to every heart and every life. And Lord, we ask it today in the name of Jesus. We believe for your protection over them. God, as there are terrorism and there's so much fear in the world, we ask for the work of God to be done. We realize, we know God, we're in perilous times because we're living in the last days. 
But God, we believe in the protection that comes through our Father who is our refuge and our strength and our high tower. We honor you today and we bless your holy name. We give it all to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Keep your hand on America. Send revival to America. Let our sons and our daughters, Lord, be saved. Let them come to themselves and know the power of the gospel for themselves. We pray this in the name of Jesus, giving you honor, giving you glory, and thanking you. And everyone together said amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Before our guests come to minister and Gary's going to introduce them, I want to tell you about some other guests that we have here today. First of all, thank you to all of you who have come, those folks from South Carolina. When you talk to them, you can tell they're from South Carolina immediately. But that's in a good way. Up here in the north, we're jealous. We love that. So thank you so much for being here with us today. I want to thank Amy and Darren Osborne and their family for being here with us. Very, very close friends to me and especially to Sister Shirley, who loves them very much. They're her family, and they're visiting from Alabama, Georgia, Georgia. I always forget. But we're glad that they're here with us today. And also, God has given us a special opportunity to minister to a missionary family, a missionary family that you don't know and I didn't know until this morning. But we are thrilled that our, our paths have crossed. These folks are from Canada. And they are coming this way, um, going to be ministering and doing mission work, and going to be established in Tennessee. On the way, I still have to, to get from scene. Canada to Tennessee, by way of, I understand, Rwanda is where they're from. This family kind of just stumbled upon Stratford Heights Church of God in Middletown. How many of you believe that no one ever just stumbles anywhere? <laughs> Amen. All I got to say is our office fell in love with them. And uh, us pastors, I had a wedding out of town yesterday, and, and all we kept getting was texts about this wonderful family, this wonderful family. And they've, they've been ministering to them. They've been trying to meet some needs that they've had, but they've had a breakdown. Uh, there, is it a truck that you're driving with a, with a mobile home? Is that what I understand? Linda, you want to help me there? They had, a, they had a little bit of car trouble, so their car is getting worked on, and they're just stuck with us for a couple of days. And so <laughs> I want this family, if they would, to stand, and if they wouldn't mind, to come into the altar. Because they came down a few moments ago and just asked for pastoral prayer. That I'm believing. allowed us to be a part of blessing them while they are here for a couple of days on their way to Tennessee. They eventually, from what I understand, I've been finding out about you, uh, that you, your intention is to eventually go back to Africa where you want to minister. You go back and forth now. Missionary, this is all your children. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, and look, and another one on the way. Somebody get her a chair, quickly. <laughs> This is Patana, this is Nadia, and their last name is Kutana. And 
your name? Eliza? Cyrus? Wonder? Wonder? No, as in wonderful? Oh, come have a hug. <laughs> You're wonderful. What's your name? Jeremiah. This is Jeremiah and Samuel. Samuel. Wonderful. Beautiful names. And this is who? Jairus. Nice to meet you, buddy. This is a wonderful family. I want you to stand with me if you would. I told them, I shared with them in the altar that we wanted, I wanted the entire church to pray for them. And uh, we'll be seeking opportunities to, to get more information about this family. Like I say, I don't believe they come to us by accident. So I'm gonna, we're going to learn a lot more about them. And uh, right now, I want to thank, we had a family from our church who brought them pizza the other night. I hope it was okay. And they've been, they were given a, uh, some folks took them and were able to help them meet some needs that they had for laundry. And then we took them to the store. We just do what we can to meet little needs. While you're broke down, I mean, you should at least get some McDonald's out of it, right? Something. But we want to we wanna minister to them. So we'll be sharing with you opportunities and how we can be a part of their mission work. You know, I, like I said, I believe that the Lord orders our steps. And when he brings people to us like this, I'm constrained in my heart as pastor. But it's a responsibility that God gives to us to minister to people. I don't know, but what they aren't angels from heaven, but I'm going to treat them like they are. And if they're just missionaries, oh well, that's just as good. But we don't, we did have only, only just met you, but I can already sense the love of Jesus Christ in your hearts and lives. And we we're thankful that we have the opportunity to meet you and we're going to be your friends. But right now, would you stretch your hands towards this altar? Pastor staff, if you wouldn't mind. I would like these folks to come and let's agree and pray a prayer of blessing and strength and deliverance over them. Father, as we come to you this morning, Lord, we ask your hand to rest upon this family. Touch this husband, touch this wife. Lord, lay your hand on each of their children. We ask for the anointing of God as you direct and order their steps. Lord, we thank you for our opportunity to know them. Pray that you will continue to bless them will continue to touch them on their journey, and Lord, you will make a way at every place and at every opportunity and every assignment. I pray the Holy Spirit to just guide and direct them, and Lord, I pray that you will provide for them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We never fail, Lord, to give you the honor for your work when you call your children to serve you, but you always make a way. So we thank you for this. We hold to the promises of God over their lives. And we're thankful for our brother and our sisters today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. If you would like, we'll be taking, we'll be receiving our offering in just a few moments, giving you an opportunity to give. But today. If it isn't upon your heart at all to help us in our pursuit to try to minister to this family, I would love for them to not have to worry about whatever it costs to take care of their truck, for sure. But if you're here today and you would like to help in supporting them, I want you to take an envelope out of the front of your pew there and just write missionary on it. And if you'll just write the word missionary, unless you're very challenged and you would like to write Katana and Nadia Butana, then you can do that as well. 
you write missionaries on the front of that envelope, we'll make sure that they get every dime. God bless you. And Gary, introduce us to our guests. Amen. Worship with second edition as they come and minister at this time from Lee University. Uh, they just, we had a great time this morning, and I, I just love it. We have young people that are coming up and going to carry on the tradition of our music. Make them welcome.
Are you not excited? There's a whole lot more to come. They're going to be ministering to us today. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 17. says, Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of God. As they were singing and they were sharing His, His presence, Him coming into the room, it changes us. How many of you have been changed by the glory and the power of God? Amen. I'm so glad to testify to you that I was one way and I met Jesus and now I'm a completely new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. I can testify to you there is power in the blood of Jesus Christ. It transforms and changes our lives. They're going to be singing about this today and ministering, testifying. You're going to love these young people. They're from my alma mater too. And several of you, I see Brian's out here, his alma mater. Several, him and Jamie both. How many of you went to Lee when you were young? Look at all the people. My goodness. A lot of Lee University folks here. You know, I was Lee college. I was back when they were <laughs> a little, little smaller, but they have grown to be a wonderful, wonderful university, one that we believe in, a campus, they say, where Christ is king. It's a liberal arts college for the Church of God in Tennessee and Cleveland, and these young people, have tri they'll tell you in a few moments, but they have been on the road for weeks. They're in a four-week tour, and they have been doing youth camps. If you only did one week of youth camp, you would still get a medal from the president. But you're doing all these weeks. They're fixing to go to another youth camp as soon as they leave here. We want to honor them today. We want to 
worship God and thank God for bringing them to us to minister. Didn't you sense the presence of God from the moment they began to sing? Amen. So we're excited. We're excited that you get the opportunity now in our loose offering. As I mentioned earlier, the other need, if you want to share with the Mutana family, for the Mutana family, please write missionaries on an envelope. And all the loose offering today will go to our missionaries who are here with us today. And that is second edition from the university. We honor them and we love them already. They're our kids, our young people, young adults. And if they come from Lee and they're part of our, our denominational school, then we kind of claim them. We adopt you. So we're glad that you're here with us. And they've already been in one service and have already ministered. And uh, they're fixing for round two. And it's going to be a wonderful time. So I wish you a happy 4th of July. Great Independence Day. This is an opportunity when we stop and we want to make sure on this day that we don't forget. You know, they're going to be doing some beautiful songs in just a moment that are just going to tear your heart out. You're going to love it. But I want us to be a church who absolutely recognizes that not only do we believe in John chapter 3 that says, he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. But we have got a country that has really literally put the lives of men and women on the line and they have given their lives so that you and I are free to worship today. Are you happy today to celebrate and honor the freedoms that you have in America? We honor, as we mentioned, our brothers and sisters from around the world. We're so delighted. We, we have missions. We support missions literally from Africa to South America, Eastern and Western Europe, and all the way to Australia. And we love ministering to people around the world. But it's important that we understand we're thankful today for that freedom that we have that comes through our country. You know, as Cameron mentioned, and he did it so wise, there are a lot of issues, a lot of problems in America right now. It's not safe in some streets, in some cities. There's turmoil on every hand. We're living in perilous times. And this is a time when if there ever needed to be a church on its knees praying for its people, it's now. And then on a day like today, being thankful. Because I still believe something. As long as there is a mama or a father, a man or a woman who's on their knees praying in America, God will still bless this country. Amen? I believe America is blessed. How many of you believe that? So happy Independence Day. Happy Freedom Day. I want you to enjoy this weekend as you get ready for the cookouts and you get ready for spending time tonight as we do traditionally for several years now, we join with our sister church down in Hamilton, the Princeton Pike Church of God. We go down there and we join with them and celebrate the fireworks and the food. Everybody say food. We celebrate with them and so we'll be able to do that this evening and, and they always end with a fantastic fireworks presentation and there'll be lots of ministry, ministry booths and ministry people that are there and we all get to fellowship together. So I look forward to possibly seeing you down there, or if you decide not to go and you're going to cook out on the back deck, that's all right too. But tonight's for family. One of the things you'll learn about Stratford Heights is we love God and we serve God with our whole hearts, but we also believe in loving our families as a priority. I've been raised in the church my whole life, and sometimes the church doesn't support the love and the coming together of families. Too many times, there's so many activities, 
so many things that separate us that I've known families that didn't even see their kids for a week or two because of all the activities. We believe in coming together for worship. We have a Sunday night service and we have no intention of stopping that. But every now and again, we give you a night to be with family and to be a light because you know what? You can come in here and get fat spiritually. But every now and again, you need the opportunity to go out there and minister to your brothers, your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. And you need to be a light to them. And you need to spend time with them. You say, well, I don't have that. Well, invite yourself over to, to Elaine's house. She's got some. How many of you have cousins, aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters, moms, dads that need Jesus? Let me see your hand. That's a whole lot of cookouts. So we trust that you'll be with your family this evening. And in the meantime, if you're not, I hope you'll be at Light Up Liberty at Princeton Pike. Let's pray. Father, we come to you. We honor you. We bless you. We thank you for the opportunity that we have today to bless and to be used, Lord, not just to give an offering, but to meet needs. We pray again for the Mutana family that you'll use us to bless and meet their needs. Pray that God ought to be more and abundantly more than they need. Pray that it'll be a blessing. And I pray for a second edition from Lee University. God is there on this on the road and they're traveling and they're ministering to kids and they're in these youth camps that many times don't have the air conditioning and they're in the heat and they're all there giving out and ministering one after the other to so many different young people. I pray your blessings over them, your anointing to rest with them, your peace and your grace. And Lord, I pray that this offering will also meet their needs and go above and beyond that. We thank you for the opportunity now and pray those blessings over them in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Now, while these guys are collecting the offering today, we've just gotten word that Porter Trent, this is Judy Trent's husband, has been squatted to the hospital. And if you don't know, Porter has been dealing with some, some major heart issues and um, needs open heart surgery and has not been able to have that yet. So I want us, if you will, to agree with me and to pray for him right now as he's on his way to the hospital and also for us to remember Cindy Robinson. Cindy was taken to the ER this morning as well, and she's been admitted to the hospital there. So we want to pray for these two as we've been praying for the many needs around this congregation. Let's agree now for these two very serious needs that have just come to our knowledge, okay? Father, we come to you now and we agree in the name of Jesus that you will touch Porter, lay your hand on him head to foot. We're praying in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you would give doctors wisdom let those that are working with him have the wisdom of God. Lord, you ultimately are our main trust. You are the great physician. We ask you to heal and strengthen his body. We call on the healing that is given to us and promised us in your word through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. We ask you to touch him now. Be with Judy. Touch their family. Minister, God, as they're on their way to the hospital even now. And, Lord, we pray for Cindy, who's been admitted. We ask you to lay your hand on her, strengthen her, heal her. Let her feel the power and the presence of her Savior. She has great confidence and faith in you. Lord, touch her physically. Touch her emotionally. Let your work be done physically. And we thank you for it all as we pray it in the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone agreed and said amen. Amen.
said, we are second edition Finley University, and we are so honored and excited to be with you this morning. We truly believe that Lee University is the world's finest Christ-centered liberal arts university, and we would love to talk to you more about that after service. We have a table right out front. Um, we also have a brand new CD that just came out, um, so head on out there, buy one, two, 30, 40 CDs from us. That would be great. Um, yeah, so we'd love to talk to you. Um, we feel so honored to be here in general, but especially on this Independence Day weekend. Um, we know that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Um, and we're so thankful to live in a country where we can be free. So would you please stand for the singing of the National Anthem? Yeah. 
pitiful for patriot dream that sees beyond the years. Thine alabaster cities gleam, condemned by human tears. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America, America, God shed his grace on such an honor for me to get to travel with these individuals. My peers are some of the finest people that I know. Um, would you like to meet a couple of them this morning? Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Would you welcome Stone Robinson? Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Um, many of you may remember about a year and a half ago when my mom came and spoke and kind of told her her testimony, and um, my testimony goes right along with that, and um, the verse of scripture that really speaks to me about it is Jeremiah 1.5, which states, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. Um, many people don't know that I was adopted at two days old, um, and my parents had been trying to have a baby for about 10 years, and, you know, it just wasn't working. They'd had one adoption fall through already, and they're in the process of adopting my I got a call out of the blue one day saying, hey, if you're still looking to adopt, we have a, a baby boy who's being born. His, their birth mother's in labor right now. And my parents prayed all night because they didn't know if this was God opening a door to the new Abbey store would fall through and this birth mother would decide to keep it and God was already providing for him. And my parents got to the hospital and Dr. Tim Stone, who I'm named after, came out and said, we have a problem. The birth mother forgot to sign the hospital release form, so we can't give you to this child. And my mom said, well, well, call the birth mother. Have her come in and sign it. And she didn't have a phone number. Then a lawyer or a doctor came into the house, and all she had was a P.O. box. Um, so my mom looked at the doctor with tears in her eyes and said, well, well what do you mean? She said, well, what I'm telling you is you have 36 hours to get this paper signed, otherwise this child is turned over as a ward of the state of Alabama, and there will be no way for you to have this child. And my parents were devastated, of course. They got in the car and started driving around. My dad had found the vicinity that the P.O. box was covered, and it's about a five-mile radius all around in Chesapeake, Alabama, which if you know anything about sightings, Mississippi of Alabama. 
and they were crying, and they said they don't really know what they were driving around for. They were driving around for a giant sign that said, hey, she's right here, come here. Um, you know, they're just driving around. Um, and they pulled into this little convenience store right on the side of the road, and my dad pulled way over far to the right. He says there was no one else in the parking lot, so it was very weird for him to pull over to this far right side. And he got out for no more than a minute and a half. And behind this convenience store was trees and there's a clearing and the only place in the parking lot that you could see this clearing was in the passenger seat where my mom was sitting on the far right side of the parking lot and a boy about four years old walked out and started heading towards the convenience store and a woman stepped out to speak to this to the child for no more than 25 seconds and my mom said she heard the audible voice of God say that's her I was a baby. My parents had been praying and fasting for a child, and I was a baby, and I didn't deserve anything. I didn't deserve to be picked up out of what would have been an absolute horrible situation and put into a God-centered family. I was two days old. I didn't know to ask for that. I was born from a very sinful, drunken, adulterous relationship. And if God would do that for a child who had no idea what to pray, who couldn't even speak words, how much more does he want to help you in your need when you know what to pray and you're asking for him and you're seeking him and you're fasting for him? So I want to encourage you. My parents waited for 10 years before they got their blessing, before they had their breakthrough. God will come to you in, in his timing. Don't quit. Don't stop asking. Don't stop seeking. Would you welcome Chris Absher this morning? Good morning, everyone. As Jenna said, my name's Chris. I'm a junior at Lee University, going into my junior year. I'm a theology major. Um, I want to just share with you a little bit of what God has done in my life, even just in the past few days. It's a very recent thing for me. But first, I just feel like we need to praise the Lord just for Stone's testimony, because I've never heard him stand on a stage and give it and just wow that's incredible and I think Stone would tell you to God be the glory for all of that you know it's it's one of those things we can only look at God and, and bless his name for what he did um, but I want to share with you a little bit about uh, a testimony that I've had um, and it kind of started uh, from the very beginning of my life as soon as I was probably five or six years old, I've always struggled and battled with depression. And, and I don't know, the first thing people know about me is I'm a smiley person. Like I, I'll meet someone, I have no idea who they are, I smile and I say hello. And I don't know if that's maybe a way I hide it or my personality, I'm not sure, but I've always battled with that depression, like feeling as if I'm completely alone, feeling as if my family doesn't care, my friends don't care, even sometimes getting so depressed, so down on myself, I feel as if even God doesn't care. Even God doesn't hear my prayers. And uh, we were at Indiana Church of God Youth Camp right before we came here. And we were all in this little tiny prayer chapel. Just, I mean, it was really just big enough for all of us to fit in. And we were praying one for another. We were praying for the service. And I, I brought up that need that I just feel so alone. I feel completely isolated. 
And these guys right here behind me came around me as the body of Christ and reminded me that I'm never alone, that the Lord never leaves me, he never forsakes me. He's with me always through the power of his spirit. And after that, I wondered if it was that easy, if all it took was me saying a prayer with these wonderful people behind me, why couldn't I have done that earlier? And I began to ponder that. And I really think that the reason the Lord let me keep that thorn in my flesh for as long as he did is because now I feel equipped to go to people who are in that same situation and speak life into them and to help them. Um, and I saw that happen that very night. It didn't take long at all. We were, after the service, there were several people still at the altar, several kids just crying out to God. And several of us and several uh, members of the camp staff were around this one girl. She was about the last person left. She just would not leave until God did whatever it was she was asking for. And I didn't know her. I didn't even know her name, but I walked up to her began to pray and I felt the Lord impressing on my heart what I needed to tell her is you're not alone the Lord never leaves you he never forsakes you and I was speaking that I felt like the very words of God that he had spoken to me just hours earlier just hours earlier that the Lord gave me an opportunity to share in her life to make her help her have a breakthrough and so I tell you all of that as an encouragement to say that whatever you're going through I don't know what it is maybe it's depression like me maybe it's anxiety maybe it's fear of your financial situation, maybe it's fear of relationships or other people, I don't know what it may be, but what I'm telling you, telling you is the Spirit of God is powerful, and as the pastor was sharing um, uh, in 2 Corinthians 3.17, which, by the way, it was so interesting when the pastor shared that, that's the very verse that I was wanting to share with all of you this morning, it's marked in my Bible right now that that's what I wanted to tell you, that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so I want to encourage you all with that. Whatever you're going through, whatever it may be, wherever the spirit of the Lord is, and we know that the spirit of God indwells us, he lives within us. So wherever that spirit is, there is freedom for each and every one of us. And there's freedom, and that same message, that message of freedom, we get to go and proclaim it to those who are captive. Wherever they may be, there's people out in this world who are in a spiritual prison, and we get to be the messengers who say, you know what? I was there too. I've been through depression. I've been through this or that. But I know someone who can set you free. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he's ready and willing to be with you. So I just want to encourage you with those words. And um, I hope you'll continue to worship with us. Thank you so much for having us today.
This chorus is a benediction. Amen. If you would stand with me. If you would stand with me, you're able to. John chapter 8, verse 36, it says, If the Son shall make you free, then you shall be free indeed. We talk about freedom. Freedom takes on a, a number of different views, and everybody has kind of a different opinion of what freedom is. A lot of people would see freedom as the, the freedom to just do whatever we want, be whatever we want, make any kind of decisions. We live in a city where kind of our freedom to make our own decisions has, has kind of enslaved a lot of people and, and more on a uh, more a churchy vibe. That's what sin does. Sin makes a lot of prisoners. We call it freedom. We paint it a different way, but we end up a slave to it. I was watching just this past week. An, inter an interview with somebody very, very, very famous. They have every bit of talent, every bit of freedom, every bit of money, everything that they could possibly want in this life. And within probably a minute, they were breaking down crying because they said, I've got to keep this image up. I've got to keep this thing going. I've lost myself along the way. So many of us have done the same thing. And we know people, they're in the same place. They've chased so much stuff for, for freedom. I'm reminded of a part of a song that says, um, I know you like to party, but the party never stops. That's what happens when we live in sin. We get entrapped and we become a slave to sin. I was there one time when I was 15 years old. That's when I got saved. I had grown up in church. I had been around church things. And I felt uncomfortable when they talked, when they talked about God and sin. And, and I was under conviction, but I could get away from it. Until there came a night when I couldn't get away from it anymore. The Holy Spirit confronted me. It didn't have to be somebody preaching to me necessarily. It didn't have to be somebody telling me how horrible I was. The Holy Spirit in His beautiful, convicting way came to me and said, You're wrong. Look, you're in sin. You're stuck in this thing. You want, you want free from this, but look how guilty you are. This is hopeless. You're, you're running down a dead-end path that's going to go to destruction. 
I was so under conviction that, that I couldn't walk away from it. I couldn't get too busy to where I wouldn't feel the conviction. But I felt at the same time, I felt an invitation to come to Jesus, to accept him into my heart and my life. And I felt so much of his love. And I felt so, so dirty and so covered with sin that I needed to get free from it that I came to a, a, an altar, so to speak, in front of my TV at 2 o'clock in the morning in my living room. And I prayed and I was set free. And I was set free beautifully. What we are, Christian folks, what we are is a banner that says this is what freedom looks like. This is what freedom looks like. So it's not only the good old red, white, and blue, but I'm telling you, it's the red blood of Jesus Christ. It's on our hearts. Not that it shouldn't be every day, but especially today should be a day when we have a big smile on our face, a heart that's clean that says, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. We should have that heart, have that mind. We celebrate our soldiers, celebrate all those who laid down their lives so we could have a choice to go to the cross. That's the freedom message that we need to be taking to the world. With every head bowed and every eye closed, we wouldn't pass up a moment like this. There's, there's beautiful freedom that, that Jesus purchased on the cross for every one of us. It's Him, the Son of God, the perfect one, the only begotten of the Father that laid down His life on the cross, that pays for our sin, that pays for our, our captivity, and He brings us free and sets us free from the inside out, sets us free from our sins. If you're here today and you would say, I'm not free, I am the slave to sin, I don't, I don't know what it's like to, to be set free in that way, if you would like to pray a prayer to change your life, to be set free, to taste this freedom. I would just ask you real quick to raise your hand and say, yes, please pray for me. Or I'll pray. I want to pray. I want to be set free. Is there anybody in the house today? Just raise your hand up. There's one. Is there anybody else? There's two. Is there anybody else? There's three. You want to pray today? There's four. You want to pray today and be set free. Because people are going to taste freedom. You've been walking in the wrong path. You know, you, you, maybe you've tasted freedom before and now you're back into some stuff. You're back into some things that you can't get free of in the lifestyles. There's four people that are praying. Is there anybody else? Anybody else at all? All right, we're going to pray a prayer. And it's just simply a prayer of freedom. Maybe you didn't raise your hand. That's all good. God can see your heart. He's looking for your sincerity anyway. If you will pray this prayer with me. You're going to be touched, you're going to be saved, you're going to be set free. If you would, let's, everybody please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. I'm bound by my sins. I want to be set free. I believe, Jesus, that you came and died on the cross for me to set me free, to set me free from my sins. And God, I confess that I believe in you, and I'm going to give you my life, and I'm going to walk in freedom. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's celebrate with these that have prayed.
if you've prayed today and you, you've asked Jesus to come into your heart, we want you to meet with Melissa Grawl. She's our discipleship pastor. She is right here. She wants to meet with you. We do want to remind you to keep praying for, for Judy and Porter before everybody rushes out of here. We want to continue to pray for Judy and Porter. They've called the pastor. He's had to leave. That's why he's not here right now. But we want to pray them, remember them today. We also want you to pray. And as we go out, I want to do one special prayer. I want to pray for this group here. What a wonderful job they did. Let's appreciate second edition. Now, the pastor already said it. You deserve a medal after doing youth camp one week. If you're doing, they've been, they've got a four-week tour. They've been on the road forever. We're just going to pray for them and the clothes that they'll have blessings, that they'll have strength, anointing everything that they need. Also, this coming Saturday, basically a week from now, our young people, Cameron and all of our young people are taking a huge team out to Oklahoma, and they're doing the state youth camp in Oklahoma, and they're going to be giving next week, and they're going to be a blessing, and we want them to be anointed. We want them to be anointed, protected, blessed, favored in everything that they do, and we want to see them do something awesome. So we're going to pray for these two groups as we get out here today. We want God to have his way. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for freedom. Thank you for deliverance, God, that you've given to each one of us. Lord, through your Son, we appreciate you. We praise you. We thank you. Lord, we pray that you would bless Second Edition. God, we pray that you would bless our team that's going to Oklahoma. We pray, God, that you would lay your hand on each one of these. Lord, they're a, they're a mouthpiece. They're hands. Lord, they're a testimony. I pray that you would anoint them with great strength and great power. God, to, to raise up, to be more than they ever could be on their own. God, let them be anointed, your vessels, everywhere they go to serve and to take a message, Lord, that's going to make an incredible difference in the hearts and the lives of young people everywhere they go. God, I pray that you bless them and strengthen them, protect them, and open up incredible doors for them. Lord, we pray that you would be with our church Lord, that it would be blessed and touched by you. Be with our families. God, as we go out and we share you with the world around us, we praise you and we honor you, Lord, today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you all. Go and have a wonderful day.